0: Hey, good morning, everyone. MedPoint Health half hour, Saturdays, 10 a.m. on AM 980. We welcome you to the program. Thanks for tuning in today. Of course, uh, we never know who's listening, uh, but we can only assume that uh, the masses are listening. And they're going to enjoy the next hour. Half hour, sorry, oh, half hour. Jeez, if we went for an hour, that'd be, that'd be even better than the half hour. It'd be double. It'd be... Maybe it feels like an hour because they're... In not
1: enjoying it, or maybe it feels like an hour because they really enjoyed it. Time flew.
0: For those of you wondering who, <laughs> whose voice this is, I'm Ron Young, host of the show, and of course my co-host, Peter Martone, sitting across from me. Good morning, everyone. In studio here. Uh, we always like to talk all things health and fitness because it's what we're passionate about. We don't just, uh, we aren't just doing a job here, we're doing this because we enjoy informing the public uh, on... The matters that are, are pressing uh, in the news right now and, mm-hmm. and uh, certainly trying to guide and, and inform and protect. Yeah, I You can say that,
1: right? I think so.
0: Yeah. Pete, how have you been doing with your personal fitness?
1: I've kicked it up a bit lately. Um, obviously, we have a little challenge going on yeah. within MedPoint, so I'm really focused and driven right now. And uh, um, after this, I'm gonna be going to be going out and finish my Saturday workout, so good. it'll be good.
0: Perfect. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, I've been doing. I've been doing really well. Um, I've been setting reminders, scheduling myself uh, reminders for, for workouts in the day. Mm-hmm. I've been uh, eating fairly well, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I haven't let the let the kids influence me with all their <laughs> talk of popsicles and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So popsicles,
1: yeah, it's almost weather for popsicles. It's so warm out these days. But
0: well, more for the sickness. Oh, the sickness, yeah, throat. But and you stuff are like right; that. it is unseasonably warm.
1: I know, obviously, we'll, we'll get into our first topic here. Your your nutrition, obviously, is helped by a bit of
0: meal preparation. Is that true, Ron? I would say that that is actually one of the biggest reasons why I succeed in my week. Mm-hmm. Because the fact that we have leftovers, we often will cook more than what we consume mm-hmm. at dinner time. Because then you package it up, it's in the fridge for later, and uh, I can just grab it and go.
1: Yep. Well, we have five tips that if you want to make meal prep being easier, uh, if you stick to these tips it should help you because I know that some people dread meal prep. It's a they don't look forward to it. It takes a long time, but if you really invest your time into it, it'll it'll benefit you throughout the entire week. You won't be feel stressed. You won't have that going out for lunch and spending that extra 25 bucks for whatever it is on a meal that you you regret after. So, Yeah. The first tip is Pick your day ahead of time. Whatever day you're going to prepare your meals, pick it ahead of time. Don't just wake up on Sunday and, ah, today's going to be the day. Or wake up on Wednesday and today's going to be the day. Whatever the day is. Most people pick Sunday as their meal prep day. It's kind of well-known in the fitness community is, is Sunday's a good day because then you're prepared for the week.
0: Yeah, resetting the week. I like that tip a lot, Pete, because um, you know it is important that you make sure you are in that mindset. Mm-hmm. We, we always do Sunday simply because... Uh, it's when we run out of food and we have to go grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. But I could bring the groceries in, put them away in the fridge and not touch them. But quite often what me and my wife do is we're already in that mindset of get stuff ready, get stuff going for the week. So we will take all of our strawberries, cut them up, put them in a Tupperware container, um, take all of our uh, blueberries, You know, make sure that everything's prepared. We'll make sure our spices are are prepared for, for the week and, and so that we really enjoy cooking and, and, and making new dishes.
1: Yeah, it, yeah, just adding into that. And it, someday, some people, Sunday may not work for them. Maybe they have a very busy Sunday. Maybe they're work, they work Sunday and they have Monday off. Pick a day that works for you. If it's Wednesday, if it's Monday, just make it work for you. And if it doesn't work, say you try a day,
0: pick another day. Mm-hmm. Find something that works for you. Well, and preparing ahead of time is is really key. Like I always get people to think of Subway and not because Subway is necessarily healthy because we know that a lot of things on that menu are not healthy, Mm -hmm. but in terms that when they're dressing up your sandwich, they literally have to reach for an item and put it on. It's like a salad. You know, if you have everything, all your veggies separated in a Tupperware containers and you're, making a salad at home to eat, Mm -hmm. you know, you can literally have one whipped up in, in a minute. I'm not, I'm not even uh, exaggerating. You grab stuff, you grab your lettuce, it's already chopped, throw that in the bowl. Maybe you have a few olives, maybe you have a a little bit of protein on there and there you go. You're done. Your lunch is ready. Mm -hmm. Tip number two, know the numbers. So
1: as you, after you pick your day, Plan ahead. Make sure you know how many meals you need to make for that that week. For example, if you have a meeting on on a Thursday and you you is provided, you don't need to prepare for that day. Mm. So know how many meals you need for that week. So if it's five or six, whatever it is, and plan ahead. Also, for each of the meals, know what your macronutrients are. That's so a good one. yes, make sure you have you distributed your macronutrients across all the meals. Make sure you have your carb, your protein, mm. and your fat. You don't want to be getting to Friday and you've eaten all your protein up and then you have a carb-fat heavy, heavy um, diet and you're feeling hungry yeah. because that protein is the one that helps slow down that digestion and kind of make you, make you
0: feel full. That's a good point, Pete, and I'll also add to this point as well because knowing the numbers will help you to forecast problems that could be coming your way, and that's really key. If I say I am only going to eat out at a restaurant or grab my lunch uh, one day out of the week. If I've already done that on Tuesday, then I need to be constantly reminded, look, you've already treated yourself to Mm -hmm. one meal out. You can't do this on Friday, Saturday, Sunday Mm -hmm. when you're craving, you know, maybe some of those types of foods. Exactly,
1: exactly. Tip number three, stick with staple items. Um, Save the decadence for fresh meals. If you're going to cook a fancy meal and put that in your lunch, it's never going to taste as good as it when it's fresh. If you stick to staple items um, like chicken breasts or oats or nuts, like almonds, walnuts, pecans, they last a little bit longer and they taste um, good. You know, it, it's not like a wilted salad or a, a, or a filet mignon that's not warm. It, it, stick with the staple items. It makes it easier on you, first of all, and the food will taste just as good the next day.
0: That's true, and and you know I've really gotten into a phase where I am experimenting, as I said earlier in the show, with a lot of different spices and stuff. My wife and I have been making a couple curries, just just mm-hmm. experimenting with new dishes, keeping things interesting, keeping things fresh, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it, it is really a joy to to try out new new recipes and stuff like that. Uh, but if you keep those staple items in your refrigerator, mm-hmm. you can you there's Hundreds of ways that you can cook a chicken. Exactly. Hundreds of ways exactly. that you can, you know, manipulate quinoa in a in a bowl and and add stuff to it. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Next tip, tip number four. We talked about this
1: obviously or referred to it in tip number one, but it it's just go grocery shopping. It may seem obvious, but some people that just rely on the leftovers from the wheel the meal before or the meal last week, you're going to end up running out. You're going to end up eating a food that may not be as good as on Friday that it was on Monday. Um, and you're going to be forced to maybe, if you don't have enough food, um, go to that protein powder. And that protein powder gets expensive. You're going to have that every single day for lunch. And you, you need that whole food. You need that whole food in your diet. And relying on the protein may be good once in a
0: while, but even eating that whole food will be de- definitely better, Uh yeah. better selection. And just a tip for people, there are lots of uh, times that we will... Uh, go to Costco versus the regular grocery store for stuff, you know, mm-hmm. just to and, save money and stock up.
1: And the final tip before the break um, invest in a cooler or insulated bag. We want your food to stay fresh, uh, cold, um, and eliminate all the bacteria or foodborne illnesses that could arise if you're bringing a, a hard boiled egg or you're bringing a a chicken breast that's sitting warm for five hours before you actually get to it. Yeah, and unless you have a fridge at work, but you I don't mean, want it
0: to break open in your backpack either. Exactly, that's, that could be a whole other yeah. story.
1: Food, control the food. Um, it's not an it's not a
0: big purchase but it's definitely worth the investment yeah and you'll be more excited to take your lunches exactly so uh pete let's take a quick commercial break those are great tips for the listeners to to kind of think on and uh when we come back we'll be talking about a lot about grip strength and that the importance of grip strength in your routine welcome back to the program uh ron young here uh joined across from me peter martone hello hello um Peter, you're welcoming a new addition to the family this weekend. Maybe, maybe.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, we're we're going to look at a new puppy, so it, it's exciting. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I'm I'm excited. I just smiling, thinking about it. I love but it. Sleepless nights, but it's all well worth it.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I wish you luck in that venture. I remember having a puppy, and we actually got our dog in October, so it was just starting to get cold. The snow is just starting to fall, and the whimpering at three a.m. To take him outside to go pee. Ah, I don't miss those days at all. (laughs) Uh, So I wish you luck, Thank you, thank you. Um, We wanted to talk a little bit, uh, considering it's Alzheimer's Month, Alzheimer's Awareness Month, uh, we wanted to just bring awareness to that... um, uh, disease, and uh, it, it's a type of dementia. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of people are affected by it. I know quite a few people who have Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. I know some people who passed away, um, and and just life is just not the same because nope. you know they're the way that their thought processes are. Uh, it, it's a brain disorder that you know just kind of leaves a person. As almost a shell of them, their former selves. Yeah. So it's very sad to to watch. Obviously, the symptoms worsen over time, including loss of memory. My wife might say that I have Alzheimer's. (laughs) Um, Changes in judgment and reasoning, difficulty performing uh, familiar tasks, and problems with language, changes in mood and behavior, Mm -hmm. and you know, we have. uh, Well, I can think of uh, at least one client uh, who. Uh, is exercising at MedPoint, trying to combat the effects mm-hmm. of Alzheimer's. And it's it's a lot. It, it is irreversible. It is an irreversible disease, but you can certainly uh, delay the symptoms. Mm-hmm. You can certainly fight against them. Uh, or if you – maybe you have a family history of it and you don't want to succumb to yeah. Alzheimer's disease, you can certainly do steps now to to, yeah. f- to try and – when, when
1: I was looking into this stuff, there there's – Definite research out there, and they're trying to find um, not necessarily cures, or but they're trying to find why it happens, or, or or what's the triggering factor that that really start kind of initiates it early on in life, right. or, and they're also targeting this this uh, I think it's a protein that kind of uh, kind of exaggerates the the disease, or really is is associated with the disease, mm-hmm. and so are looking into that. There's just want to know that they're, they're researching, obviously. Intensely trying to find a um, a way to kind of prevent this disease. Yeah.
0: Well, and you have some stats here yes. just to just to shed some light on this on this terrible disease. Yeah. So,
1: that. an estimated five hundred and sixty-four thousand Canadians are currently dealing with dementia, and by twenty thirty-one, so in fifteen years, it's expected to rise sixty-six percent to nine hundred and thirty thousand people. So, wow. in just fifteen years, that almost doubles. So. We need to find something that can combat this, this uh, irreversible disease. One of the other stats is that $10.4 billion combined health care and out-of-pocket costs for dementia in Canada. Wow! And that, in 15 years again, is rising 60% to $16.6 billion. So wow. if you just single this out as just one of the many, many terrible diseases out there and the amount of money that's going into it, just, just kind of combine everything together, and just think about all the costs that that they're going into battling these diseases, and so it, it just shows the importance of how trying to combat it and reduce its effects on the, our population. Yeah. So, it's well, you think
0: of, you think of disease that is preventable, and mm-hmm. obviously at MedPoint we do a lot of uh, prevention. That's what we that's what we preach all the time, and the fact that people just abuse their bodies mm-hmm. with. Drugs with uh, overconsumption of sugars. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people succumb to Alzheimer's disease, and uh, it is healthcare dollars that is is very well spent. And you know, people say our healthcare is free here. We all pay taxes. I mean, that's why we get such great healthcare. healthcare. But looking at it overall I want to just encourage anybody listening right now if you feel you have any sort of mental health disorder if you feel uh you're struggling with depression you're struggling with uh uh you know memory loss or certain things like that it's not a a, a shameful thing to Mm -hmm. admit that and Mm -hmm. to seek help for it because more and more uh we're we're taking the stigma away from this and uh, we need to make efforts to um you know solve uh, a lot of our mental health issues Mm -hmm. uh, as as a collective. We can only do it together. Yep. Pete, a little lighter note. Grip strength, yeah. I wanted to ask you, uh, which of your muscles did you use the most over the past hour, the past day, the past week? Many people probably think legs,
1: something in my legs. Yeah, but if you if you just think about it, how many how much interaction with your hands that you're doing mm. every single day? You're picking up things, you're vacuuming, you're typing, you're eating, you're you're doing a lot of things where you are seated and you are still using something. So, yeah. one of the answers: your fingers, your forearms, your hands, your wrists.
0: These muscles are used. Every single day, and a lot, a lot, yeah, yeah. I, you know, this is something that a lot of people will underscore the importance of, mm-hmm, um, exactly. And but you see it in the gym: somebody goes to do a deadlift, or somebody goes to do a pull-up, and they're not necessarily fatiguing because of the weight of the deadlift, but because they can't the grip. hold on. Yeah,
1: they simply can't hold on. It, that's one of the one of the points is that if you ever had a workout plateau, um, increasing the grip strength exercises that you're incorporating in your plan will help achieve that plateau or help get past that plateau because less neural drive is used to used in the hand and it can be distributed other places. So mm. um, improve, if you, you'd be so shocked to see if, if you really focus on improving your grip strength amongst obviously your other exercises, how those plateaus may disappear and you may yeah. achieve new goals with, with whatever program you're doing, pull-ups, deadlifts, most of the things where you're holding stuff.
0: Now I have to give a caution to the listeners though, Pete. I, I did a forearm Complete forearm-based workout. It, it was a little while ago, but I could barely mo- like do <laughs> any sort of wrist-related movement the next two days without, uh, you know, it was, the <laughs> muscles were just very tight. Yeah, so, it feels like they balloon up. It is a, a area that we don't focus a lot of intensity towards mm-hmm. because it's used in such tasks as handwriting and and mm-hmm. typing at a keyboard. So if you do work out your uh, forearm flexors extensors and stuff like that your digits um, incorporate it slowly yeah and in, I, I would recommend incorporating
1: it at the end of the workout it, because if you did it if you did do an exercise that involved your grip strength you're going to notice that throughout the workout you're going to have a very tough time holding on to something so absolutely um, as well as stretching at the end of it make sure you stretch those wrists so get that blood flow and go to, get
0: to all parts of the muscle so yeah very good mm-hmm. um So importance of grip strength. Obviously, we know that uh, as far as an injury prevention thing, that this is very big. I mean, a lot of people will sprain their wrist because Mm -hmm. maybe the muscles aren't strong enough across the joint. Mm -hmm. Um, Fingers, uh, you know, and and certainly overuse injuries, right? With tennis elbow, golfer's elbow. We see tennis elbow more common than golfer's elbow. But uh, they do flare up and, and it does kind of drive us nuts. And you know? a lot of people just used to get the massages or the injections
1: or um, seeing a massage therapist for this issue. But if you never really target the underlying issue, then you're never really going to get away from those diseases. You're always going to be dealing with something and, and having that supplement thing to fix it. So it, it, it kind of kind of stinks like that. So really focus on that, that aspect of, of your
0: workout couple quick ways to improve your grip strength there's the farmer's carry i'll talk on this one it's uh just putting heavy weights in your hand and simply walking a distance Mm -hmm. go ahead pete pull ups
1: pull ups unbelievable you know you're holding your whole body weight if you have can't do your whole body weight i use assisted pull ups and change the grip do a neutral grip do an underhand grip do an overhand grip hold on to like a ball or a towel um next
0: one deadlifts yeah, deadlifts are big, especially if you're working with big weights. So make sure that you train, get that grip strength going. Uh, changing your your uh, grip in, mm-hmm. in different ways, having maybe one under and one over, just like the pull up. And the last thing is the devices. We
1: we added a new device to our gym that called Fat Grips, and they create they go around the handle of whatever you're holding on to and add. Uh, another dimension to the grip, so you're holding on to instead of a, a, a narrow bar, you're holding on to a thick bar, and yeah. trying to do any of the exercises, you notice you instantly have to reduce the weight just because you can't hold on to it. Absolutely. But it, it's it's very
0: beneficial. Well, Pete, I'd love to talk and talk and talk. You know, I could about this stuff, but we got to go. Yep. Uh, thank everybody for tuning in today. Thank if you want to check us out, it's Medpoint.ca. Uh, of course, you can always email us Ron at Medpoint.ca or perhaps Peter at Medpoint.ca. Thanks. It's always a pleasure sharing this information with you, and we will give you a good show next week as well. Take care.